What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. Um, This is episode four of... I think I changed the name of this podcast to Coffee with Kate. And I legitimately am sitting in my closet drinking a cup of coffee. I am a few days late on uh, posting this podcast, I know. However, that's life on the Hot Mess Express. Sometimes things get crazy and things get busy and things get delayed. And, you know, you just roll with the punches and here we are. We're now just a couple days late, but we're here. We're making it happen and we're going to have a podcast today while I'm sitting here drinking coffee in my pajamas in my closet because I was advised that this is the best sound quality without a studio is to be in the closet with all the padded clothes and pillows and it's nice and cozy. One day maybe someone will get to join me in here. We'll have a guest in my closet for podcast. I just want to take a second and thank all of you guys for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. Some people may not feel like it's valuable. However, it may be valuable to someone. So go ahead, like, share, subscribe. If you have some constructive feedback, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear it. Or if you have some topics that you would like to hear my thoughts on, you could reach out and give me those also. Something I've been thinking about a lot, not just recently, I want to say probably since the beginning of the year, is giving and receiving and gratitude and gratefulness. And I think about it because I feel like our world has become so busy that sometimes we forget to slow down. We forget, we get so wrapped up in everything that's happening in our own life and we forget to think about other people. (laughs) And we were created to live cooperatively. We were created to live with other people. We were created to live in this progressive and constructive and (laughs) cooperative flow. And too many times I think that we forget that. I think that we get hurt feelings and we forsake our tribe or we become hurt by somebody who we felt like we should have been able to trust and then we just shut everyone out. And we weren't created to live that way. We weren't created to live as an island. Your gifts and talents and the beauty that is you gets lost when you isolate yourself. There is a neurosurgeon who I like to listen to her podcast and I really enjoy her books. I've listened to one on audio and I've read one and she talks about how isolation is the breeding breeding ground for toxic emotions. And so when you have hurt feelings and you isolate yourself and you have no perspective, you only create soil, so to speak, for those toxic emotions to grow and overtake your life, almost like a weed. And that becomes a really sad place to live in when all you can see is the perspective of these toxic emotions that are overgrown and there's really no truth in what you're experiencing anymore. 
And if you're experiencing toxic emotions, then you can't live a grateful life. <laughs> it just, they don't go together. They can't work cooperatively, especially if they're overgrown. And so I've been thinking from the beginning of the year, what can I do to be better? What can I do to be more kind? What can I do to reach out to people more? What can I do to live in a lifestyle of gratitude? Because I feel like gratitude is not just something that happens once and it's not just words that we say, it is a lifestyle. So I wanna tell you a little bit of my histories. From the time I was a little kid, I loved giving. I remember just birthdays or Christmas. Anytime I went on a trip, I had to buy presents for everybody I knew because every something reminded me of everyone. And whenever I went somewhere, I just wanted to share it with everyone and I wanted to give to everyone. I remember Christmas morning, getting up and my cousins would come over from next door and we would all open presents together. And I just always wanted everyone to open mine first because I was so excited to give it to them. A lot of thought had gone into it and I wanted them to love it the way that I loved putting it together and picking it out. And I believed that it should be beautiful. And it was just this huge experience for me. And I'm still kind of that way. Some of my friends tease me because it's like every time I show up somewhere, I want to bring a gift or I'll randomly send a gift if I think of someone or if I come across something that makes me think of someone and I'm able to, I buy it. Uh, I just love to give. It's something that has always been just ingrained in me. And I remember when I was young, I liked receiving and it was exciting to get gifts. And as I got older, I hit this point where I was not a good receiver. I was really good at giving and receiving made me feel really uncomfortable and receiving made me feel like I was inadequate or like I was deficient in something, like I didn't have it all together. And probably like eight years ago now, I came to the realization that that was a sense of pride that was overtaking my life. And I came to this realization and started thinking about the fact that other people might like giving as much as I like giving. And when someone doesn't want to receive, you're actually hindering yourself and the person who's trying to bless you. And so I had to start unpacking that. And now I'm a really great receiver because I realize that giving and receiving is an exchange. <laughs> and not to say I'm a great receiver boastfully or braggadociously. However, I've realized that if I don't receive it with a grateful heart, the way that I give with a grateful heart, then I am hindering someone else from being blessed. I am hindering someone else from experiencing the joy that I experience when I give. And this was a hard process for me to unpack. This was a hard thing for me to start to unfold. And you know, there's a proverb that says, pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And 
I was kind of living in this place of being prideful and being haughty. And I had to take some time to do some self-correction because underlying, although it didn't seem like it on the surface, when I was not willing to receive from someone else, it disguised itself as like, oh, I know that you can't do that or, oh no, you don't have to do that or, you know, I just don't. There were all the comments, all the excuses. You guys know the excuses that people say, right? Or the things that people say because they genuinely feel that way in the moment. However, I had this revelation that I need to freely receive the way that I freely give. Because there are laws that are in place, just like the law of motion, right? That says any object that is in motion will continue in motion until hindered by another force. Well, there's laws of generosity. There's laws of giving and receiving, and it's an exchange. And because we have been given to so freely, we then are able to freely give. And for some people, giving is really hard. And when we don't receive what they're giving, it causes them to not give anymore, which then stops the flow of generosity or stops the flow of giving and receiving in their life. And I would also say this, some people don't receive because they feel like giving has an ulterior motive. And I feel like we have to get over that. There are some people who give with an ulterior motive and expect something in return. However, there are a lot of people who just give out of the goodness of their heart because they thought of you. They give because they love you. They give because they feel like you're valuable. They give because something prompted them to give to you specifically. And a lot of times in my life, when someone has come with a gift unexpectedly, it's come at just right, just the right time. It has boosted me. It has given me a little extra oomph to get past something that I was feeling defeated about. It has propelled me forward. It has helped me to Recognize good in myself. It's made me feel honored or valued or loved or cared for in a moment where maybe I was feeling really low. And when we receive gratefully, when we receive with gratitude, there's a whole attitude that's exuded from that, right? It's not just words that we say. And I think that our society has become so politically correct that we know all the right words to say However, our actions and our words don't always line up and that creates confusion because we can say all the right words and if it's not a lifestyle, if the attitude or the heart attitude is not right behind the words that we're saying, then what we're saying has no value. And I think that we have become so politically correct to where we say, Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm grateful. Oh, I appreciate that. And we don't even know what those words mean anymore. Because if we did, we would put a little bit more weight on those words and we wouldn't just throw them around flippantly like we do sometimes. And I'm just as guilty as the next person. However, like I said, I've been thinking about this concept of giving and receiving and gratitude and gratefulness for almost a whole year. 
and wondering how I can do better, wondering what we can do to change. And some people may say that I'm putting too much weight on it, or some people may say that I value giving, gift giving too much or different things. However, I just think there's some things that we need to get back to or that we need to see the root of because if we can acknowledge the laws of giving and receiving, we'll open up so many beautiful things in our lives, right? So let's define some of these words. The word gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Gratitude is like a living, breathing thing that's happening every single day. And how many times do we really live from that place? How many times are we ready to show appreciation for and return kindness? And I think we do really well in some areas, like at the grocery store, we say thank you, or maybe we put a cart away for somebody. I, a couple weeks ago, was at the grocery store and I was so impressed by the clerk with this elderly woman that was there. She bagged all of the groceries and then she asked the lady to uh, check them to make sure that they weren't too heavy for her. That she And she asked her, do you have help when you get home? Can we help you out to your car? And one, yes, that's her job. However, there was such a softness in her heart when she was saying these things. And there was such a pureness. It was an attitude that she exuded. And the elderly lady thanked her for being there to check out to check her out and thanked her for coming to work. And there was just this really beautiful exchange where you could feel gratitude emanating from the clerk and from the elderly lady. And that was such a beautiful moment to me that has been marked in my brain because it totally was a personification of this. The quality of being thankful and readiness to show appreciation for and return kindness. There was such an exchange of kindness and an attitude of gratitude that was just being personified through these people. It made me think like, I want to do that. I want to be that to someone else. I want to emanate that. I want that to just flow out of me freely the way that it did out of these people. Neither one of them was looking to be acknowledged. Neither one of them was looking, but they were just living. (laughs) It was just, you could tell it was just ingrained in them. And it was such a great example of gratitude coming from each person. They were so appreciative of each other and the roles that each other was playing. And then they were also returning that kindness to one another and others around them. When I came to that same checker, she had the same attitude towards me as she had toward the elderly person. It was just something that was a part of her. And it made me want to have that be a part of me also. Another word I think we should define, we should get back to, and we should know is grateful. Grateful is feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness, being thankful. So if you're grateful, it 
There's a showing of that. It's not just words that you speak. There's a showing of it. The word thankful is expressing gratitude and relief. I thought this one was interesting. I have heard before there's no such thing as unexpressed thanks. So if you're thankful, someone will know that you're thankful for what happened or for what they did for you or for something they gave you or whatever. But relief, that was such an interesting word to be defined in this. Part of being thankful is being relieved. Maybe it's being relieved of a stressful moment. Maybe it's being relieved of a task. Maybe it's being relieved of a toxic or negative emotion. I think that that's something to dive deeper into. What does relief mean in conjunction with thankfulness? The last word I think that we should define is appreciate. And it means to recognize the full worth of being grateful for something or being grateful for something. And how many times do we throw around this word? I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Do we really understand that we should be recognizing the worth of a person, an item, a thing, and being grateful for something? And if we go back to being grateful, it's showing our appreciation of kindness. I just think these words are so important to to dive more into. And I'm not saying this podcast is the end-all be-all. However, I do hope that this is a something that sparks thought. I hope that this podcast will bring to the forefront, are you being grateful? Are you giving and receiving freely? Are you showing gratitude and gratefulness in your everyday life? Are you living a lifestyle? I was listening to a podcast a few days ago and one of the speakers on the podcast said they were talking about Thanksgiving And one of the speakers on the podcast said, you know, people who are grateful don't talk about it. They live it. And I thought, wow, that's so powerful. That is so powerful. Have you ever met a person who their life was just an act of service and you could just tell they were so thankful and grateful and they literally personified gratitude? When she said that statement on the podcast, people who are grateful don't say it, they live it. It just struck a chord in me and furthered this thought process for me of, okay, how am I going to live a life? How am I going to do better with all of this? Gratitude, gratefulness, thankfulness, giving, receiving. And I don't say it just because we had Thanksgiving. I've been thinking this way for a whole year. And then that phrase stuck a chord in me. I also found some of these quotes about gratitude that I just think are so powerful. So check these out. Brene Brown says, letting ourselves be seen, deeply seen, vulnerably seen, to love with our whole hearts, even though there's no guarantee, to practice gratitude and joy in those moments of terror To be this vulnerable means that we are alive. I find that so powerful. In order to be truly grateful, we have to be vulnerable. And vulnerability can be so scary. Vulnerability puts us in a place where if we've been hurt, maybe we're re-exposing that scar to the world. (laughs) 
Maybe we're opening ourselves up in an area where we said we'll never be hurt again. Is that a productive thing when we've been hurt to shut down? Or does that keep us from actually living our life? Does that keep us from being full of gratitude and gratefulness and thankfulness? Gratitude separates privilege from entitlement. When we're actually grateful, we can take advantage of or we can partake of privileges that come across our path and be thankful for them. However, when we live an entitled life, we think that we deserve everything and there's no gratitude in entitlement. Even though you can say the words, thank you, I appreciate it, wow, I'm so grateful. If you have an attitude of entitlement, then you're actually not living a life of gratitude. John F. Kennedy said this, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. I think that's really important. So if you are a person who says that giving is important to you and you never give, you're not living by the words. If you say that you appreciate something, but then you're never actually acting on that appreciation, then maybe you're not as appreciative as you think. Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion to clarity. It makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Melody Beattie said that. Wow. Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion to clarity, it makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates vision for tomorrow. We cannot effectively live without vision. This is one I want to think about, ponder a little bit more, and get some more clarity on. Charles Schwab said this, The way to develop the best that is in a person is by appreciation and encouragement. How many times are we so critical of people rather than being encouraging. And I think this goes along with one of the things I've been saying in that we have to speak to the truth of a person and not the insecurity. We have to partner with truth and not insecurity. We have to speak to the strengths of people rather than pointing out their flaws. And this man, Charles Schwab, is obviously very successful. So maybe <laughs> we're on to something <laughs> if we can implement that into our lives. The last thing I want to say is this, and I believe that a lot of people started out with really pure motives and they really want to be giving and they want that free exchange of giving and receiving. And when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and we get hurt, it can cause us to block that exchange. And a lot of times when we are hurt, we build up walls. And those walls we feel like are there to protect us. And those walls keep us safe in an aspect of that only what we want is allowed in. And we protect ourselves 
from any, or we think that we protect ourselves from anything that would try to hurt us again or anything that would come against us. I would ask you to think about this also. When you build up a wall, you're not only protecting something that's inside, you're also preventing possibly good things from coming in. You're preventing new perspective. You're preventing growth. You are preventing blessing from other people. And we are created to live cooperatively. We are created to live connected. We are created to live with each other in this cycle of giving and receiving. And if we build up walls, then we stop the cycle. And what you have to give out is not given out and people cannot partake of that. And what others have to add to your life and put in is then also not being put in. You are here on purpose with a purpose. And sometimes being vulnerable is really hard. And sometimes opening ourselves up after hurt is really hard. However, it's necessary. If you want to live a wholehearted and fulfilled and beautiful life, we have to have this exchange of giving and receiving. We have to live our lives full of gratitude and gratefulness. It is something that is ever evolving every single day. And it's, it's something that should become a part of us where people recognize and notice it. Not just once or twice, but something that is actually every day being expressed. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's podcast. I hope that it sparks some thought in you. Maybe it will give you some creative ideas on exercising gratitude in your own life. If you would like to talk more about this, then feel free to reach out to me on social media or get in contact with me. I would love to talk to you more about it. Until next time, this has been Coffee with Kate and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.